What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Fanalyze. I am your host for today, Lewis Racer, and today we have a very special guest, three of the members from the Clown Town Sports Podcast. You guys want to plug your channel, say what's up? What's going on? This is Joe here. This is Kagan. Yeah, this is Andrew. Um, we're here from Clown Town Talk Show. We are a recent podcast uh, talking about sports and um, from all categories, NFL, NHL, MLB, anything in between. Yeah, lot, lot, give us a of, like. Lots of hot takes. Yeah, lots of hot takes. Lots of hot takes. So definitely <laughs> tune in. Thanks a lot for having us on today. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for coming. We've got a very good show for you guys. Uh, let's dig get right into it, though. First off, we've got Dak Prescott. All these rumors going around about his contract. Uh, the latest one has him asking for $45 million in the last year. Uh, just what do you guys think about this? Do you think he is worth getting paid more than any quarterback in the league? I know Higgy has a, has a hot yeah. take. Not hot take, but Higgy's fan. <laughs> yeah, no. I I know, like, all these things about people being like, well, he has, like, the most wins of any, like, of any quarterback in the past, like, three years or whatever, but wins doesn't wins don't really matter unless unless they're important wins, like playoff wins. And if you're unable to bring your team to the playoffs and win games like, like they should be doing right now, which team they have, I don't think he's worth that much. And asking 45 in his last year, I think it's kind of hard to – know how he's going to be down the road if he isn't able to win games with him now, if he isn't able to make him to play up now. So I don't really know if it's worth it giving him that much money down the road if you don't know what you're going to get next year. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely agree with, like, winning the big games. Because, I mean, everybody likes to look at Dak's stats, and he did have really good stats from last year. But, I mean, he played the Redskins twice. He played the Giants twice. Yeah. played the Dolphins. So he, they were just easy mm-hmm. games like that. He didn't show up the when they played the Eagles at Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, he didn't yeah. show up in the big games yeah. that they needed that to win. Huge. So. That Eagles game was huge. Yeah, yeah. that was it. They they, had- they totally should have won it. They had they had the personnel. My biggest thing is the Cowboys. Like first of all, the Cowboys as a team have the personnel to be a really good team. Yeah, and they just fall short. Like yeah. Zeke, like just doesn't do enough. Like Dak Prescott makes too many mistakes, and if you compare, if you compare in my eyes to other quarterbacks, he should not be paid top dollar. Like everyone's kind of saying Rodgers is out of the gate, but Rodgers is still a phenomenal quarterback. Like um, Russell Wilson is great. Like Sean Watson is solid. Pat Mahomes is great, and like, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is solid. But you can't compare Dak Prescott to those to those quarterbacks. Maybe Drew Brees, like Matt Ryan, thank you. Solid. I was like, waiting Tom for you to say Drew Brees. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I was, Waiting I for later. Bite my tongue. But I don't think Dak Prescott should be should be the highest paid until he maybe in a couple of years. Now that they have coaching change, yep. if they really turn it around, but he needs to be the dominant leader. He had a phenomenal rookie season, but he hasn't. His stats are are solid, but again, like the playoff game against the Eagles, like come on, the, like yeah, you have to win that. the Eagles, like that that like. The Cowboys totally should have won that game. Yeah. He has offensive weapons, and he can use his feet, but his decision-making just doesn't seem as crisp as it should be for a, a top-dollar quarterback. Correct. I mean, he should get paid well. He should get paid well. He's very talented, 
and I think he's got a lot of potential, but I think he needs to be able to prove to the team that and other franchises that he can he can be he's worth that much money. Yeah, they're all especially forty five million dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's crazy. They're money. also in the worst division, I well, in my yes. opinion, in the yes. NFL. So if you're unable to keep your team at the top of that division for at least like two years in a row, which you didn't do last year, like with the Eagles, when they were a much better team, like all around, like every position wise, I feel like they were better than the Eagles. Yep. Yeah, I was about to bring yeah. that up. I mean, Dak is playing with an offense, you know, top three offensive mm-hmm. line, probably a top five receiving yeah. core, a great running back, and he's still eight and eight is the best he yeah. can do. Yeah. For for me, dude, for me, if you're asking for this money, like we had we had a podcast, I think it was a couple days ago, and our guest who was on he was like, Oh, you know, like there's games where we put up numbers and he's just not consistent. If you're asking for forty five million dollars a year, you better fucking be consistent. Like, there's just no way you. Like, of course, you had you had to be consistent. If you're asking for to be the top paid qu- quarterback ever, you and you're gonna win games here and there. You're gonna be terrible here and there. How can you ask for that money if you're not gonna put up stellar numbers every game? Yeah. And I just do not see Dak being the guy to you know boost everyone else's contract as a QB. Like, be that guy. As a guy who puts up terrible numbers against good teams and, and okay, okay, like average numbers with the best, one of the best offensive line in the, you know in the NFL. Yeah. So it's just it is really head scratching, and I I don't think he's worth that much, and I really hope that they don't pay him. All right, seems like we're all on the same page there. Uh, next thing I want to bring up, uh, if you're the Cowboys here, how much breathing room do you give Dak? Is there a chance? That he gets benched for Andy Dalton. I, I don't know if he gets benched. I think there could be a possibility of him sitting out the start of the season if he doesn't get what he wants. Yeah. But I, I don't know. He's like he's proven himself to be like an average quarterback that needs to prove himself to be better. And I think if you give him like the, yeah, I don't know. I think, they won't bench him. Yeah. They won't bench him. I think they need, they, yeah. they need to give him like they need to scare him a little bit to make him want to perform and feel yeah. that if he doesn't perform well enough that he's going to be out and he's a quarterback. Yes. That's why they signed Dalton, in my opinion, Higgy. Yeah. So it's like if you if you want to sit out this year, great. Guess what? We're gonna sign Dalton. And we will are we are completely okay with using Dalton. So it's either you, you know, play for what we want to pay you, or we have Dalton here who is proven himself to be a decent QB. I, you know, uh, we've always said that we love Dalton. He's not he, he he's given uh, like a bad reputation because he's been on the yeah. worst team ever for uh, for yeah. his entire career with a terrible terrible. And team. a lot of people forget he was actually going to be an MVP candidate before he got yeah. injured. Two thousand fifteen. He's a great. QB. I mean that. Yeah, he really is has proven himself as a starting mm-hmm. quarterback, yep. and I'm glad the Cowboys yeah. signed him because now. There's no excuse for that. Exactly. So, I've said before, I'd give him like eight weeks, the first yeah. half of the year. If he performs well, if the team is doing well, then keep going with him. But if you're sitting at like four and four with one of the most talented rosters in the yeah. NFL, you got to make yeah. a switch. 100%, especially with CD yeah. Lamb. Yeah, with CD Lamb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know how, how they deal with slacking the NFL, but if they're confident enough with Andy Dalton – they might they might switch it out this year, but I think long term they 
they're going to keep Dak and give him at least at least a full year to 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 see it out and depending on what they agree upon with the contract if if he brings down the money then they might be more willing to negotiate with him but if he negotiates for for like a lot of money like closer closer to the 40 million mark like 35 or up then i think they're gonna have a lot less slack with him but if he signs for like the low 30s he won't sign or even he won't sign for that we don't know I think know. he'll end up signing for around, uh, around 40, probably like 38 or something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. The quarterback market is just increasing every single time just, quarterback. Contract. Yeah, it's just so hard when you have a team that, that goes 500. And the next season, you're like, I want to make in the future $45 million a year. I just It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's it's, it, it's just insane. I think it would be hard to be a Cowboys yeah. fan right now because you got your what's supposed to be your franchise guy, and in his what like fifth year, he's asking to be the most most paid quarterback in the NFL. He's asking for forty five million a year, which he's clearly not worth. It just seems like he's got a little bit of an yeah. ego problem. He's got to settle down, focus on winning a championship, and then maybe you'll mm-hmm. get paid yeah. more. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, to wrap it up with this Dak Prescott conversation, let's give our uh, Cowboys record predictions. What do you guys think? I'm gonna go. T- I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ten six. Yeah. I, I think. I think they have the weapons to do it, and if they just, you know, get over the ego problem, like you just said with Dak and even Zeke too, they just put their heads down and it works. I. I think. You know, McCarthy will will do a good job. I think he's a really solid coach. Um, I think they have a great team. And they just I, – I, this is going to be the year where they, well, they'll make the playoffs. They'll lose first round. But I, I think 10-6 and six is what they're, is what they're do. Yeah, that's what I was – I was going to say 10-6 and six too. I think they just have to be a 10 team. Like, with the team you have and asking for all that money, you need to at least put up a 10-win season to be even in the realm of possibility of getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to go – Five. I think they'll be able to rally. I think their toughest games are going to be. Um, they got some. They don't have any. Eagles. Eagles twice. Obviously, they have trouble with the Eagles. I don't know why, but um, they're playing the Texans. Knows how okay they'll be, but I think the. The Cowboys will at least get ten or eleven wins, but I agree. I think they're going to get smoked in the playoffs. Yeah, they won't win. Yeah, I'd go a little higher than that, just because you can't have that much talent on a team and not win. I'm going yeah. twelve and four, not because of Dak. I, I think he's average as hell, but like you, you can't. At some point, they have to win. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, one yeah. of the most talented maybe, rosters. Maybe McCarthy will make the difference. Maybe it was. Garrett wasn't trying to adjust to the talent of the players or change change the way he he runs the offense geared towards more of a mobile offense. Like, the offensive line is amazing. Like, they can – they could – they totally can change the run game when they – it was the first season with Zeke and and Dak. Like, they were were amazing run blockers. They had a lot of really good run schemes. They could – they could, like – I don't really know how to explain it, but mobilize the offense a little more and kind of like roll 
in different ways and allow like the pocket to shift during plays. I don't know, but maybe McCarthy coming from where um, how Aaron Rodgers used to play um, will have a little bit different of a outlook on the offense. Yeah, hopefully. I definitely think he'll improve that offense yeah. a lot. But uh, moving on, we have the new onside kick proposal. If you don't know what that is, they're uh, proposing instead of kicking an onside kick, which you can still opt to do, you have a fourth and 15. You got one play from your own 25-yard line to make it. And if you get it, you get to keep the ball. What do you guys think about this? Would you like to see this? I think it would be cool. It's, It's also untimed. So it's basically just a free play that you can make at your 25, which I think will come in handy for a lot of teams down in like the end, like end of the fourth quarter. Because if you, I was reading like if you're down by like seven points or whatever, why not have one play at the end of the game that's untimed? That's basically a like a free chance to get up there, and you don't lose all the time that you would lose with an onside kick. So if you're down to like five seconds left and you throw, if you make a pass, like you're getting close, like in field goal range or whatever, if you need that with that play. So I think it'll make the game a lot higher scoring, I, I, I think. And I think it'd just be interesting to watch. I don't know. For, for me, like, yeah, it was, it would be really fun to watch and like, yeah, but like, I mean, where does it end with these funky rules, man? I I, I don't know. I, I'm just I I'm not a fan of it just because like you're you're just the integrity of the game. Like, oh okay, onside kicks are supposed to be hard. You're supposed to be backed up against a wall. That's how the game yeah. is. It's not supposed to be a given. It's not supposed to be. Oh okay, we have this option. Like you know, we have plenty of time. That's you know, we'll, we'll be fine. We got this four fifteen play. We can just convert. That's way easier to convert a pa- a fifteen yard pass. Are you kidding me? Like, that's just, like, oh, for me, it's just, yeah, okay, it's going to be exciting. But at the same time, like, are you kidding? Like, are you, are, it's just supposed to be hard. It's just supposed to be challenging. Not you're, you're supposed to be backed up against a wall. You're not supposed to succeed on the outside kick. That's the whole thing. That's why it's so hard. That's why, you know, you put yourself in that position. Now, good luck. Now, this is what it's supposed to be. Like, you worked all game, you know, the other team worked all hard. The other team worked all game to get you in this position. Now it's just, okay, you get, you can convert one play. Now you, you're free to go. I, I, I hate it. I, I, I actually hate it. Actually. I hate it. I, I just hate it. I, I really hate it. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but at some point, I mean, when was the last time you honestly saw a team line up for an onside kick and thought, wow, they could really get it here. I mean, plus with all the penalties and stuff, it's almost got to be perfect. I think it's like a 90% chance that they don't convert it. So it, it's gotten so hard. I feel like a change yeah. would be okay. It would be easier, but still, I mean, a fourth and 15 play, the, uh, it's still going to be pretty tricky to get that depending on your offense. So. It's way easier though, right? So it's oh, for way, sure, yeah. it's, it's just, it's so much easier. And like, it, I just like the fact that it yeah. makes it more exciting. It, it, does, it does make it more exciting. It does make it more exciting. But, like, if you're going to change the rule, why not, like, alter the way, like, the defense is angled or something for the onside game to make it a little more easier? It's just, like, to a point, it's with these funky f- rules. It's, it's where does it end here? I just – they have way more priorities. It, it just – I really scratch my head with this one. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. It just – I feel like it's needed a change. I, I think the NFL just 
needs to make some changes to try and make the game like more interesting and have these bigger plays that people watch and be like, okay, like it's the end of the game. These like they could they have a chance of doing this to come back. And even if they convert that, they they still have another like like almost sixty yards to um uh score score a touchdown. So it's it's yeah. still gonna be difficult. But it's going to be easier, and I think it, it's just going to be a lot more entertaining, which is what I think why they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, the game keeps changing. They are trying to make it more exciting. I, I appreciate what they're doing. I think I'd like to see this. We saw something like this in the XFL yeah. that was pretty cool. But, um, it, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, in my yeah. opinion. But uh, moving on, we have NFL MVP predictions. What are your guys' top prediction um, for MVP next? This season? is going to be biased, but I'm going to I'm going to say this is the year Breeze gets it. Drew Breeze. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say he's been so close so many times and so far, but like it's just uh, I'm I'm going to go Breeze. This is going to be the year where hey, you know, this is your last year. Pretty much, Sean Payton pretty announced that like hey, this is Breeze's last year. And you got the weapons to do it. Now you have Sanders, which is a huge pickup. People underestimate how big of a pickup Sanders is. We haven't had a wide receiver two in like three years. This is a huge. Yeah, completely pickup. agree with that. So you you know you have the weapons to do it. Uh, this is going to be Breeze's year if he does. If he stays healthy, we got some offensive line weapons. If he stays healthy, I think this is going to be the year he goes off, and we finally hopefully get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's been yeah. It's been so long since a non-quarterback has won the MVP, and I think Christian McCaffrey has the best chance of doing that. Maybe Saquon. Yeah, I, yeah. It's either going to be one, either of them two. I think um, Christian McCaffrey just—he's going to be like holding the entire team on his back. And with Bridgewater now, I think he's going to get the ball a lot more and just proving yeah. to be. Um, pr- prove why he's the highest paid running back. And uh, I think he's going to have a great season. Yeah. I would like to see more uh, yeah. non-quarterbacks win it. I mean, it's kind of turning into just like who's the best who's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So, But uh, my pick would be Russell yeah. Wilson this year. I think this is definitely Wilson's year. DK Metcalf is going to make huge improvements. Um, He's really the whole package, Russell Wilson. Uh, They got Greg Olson, which I think is a really underrated addition. Yeah, Philip Dorsett. Um, Philip Dorsett. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, their offense is just so good. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to ask you guys to pick a dark horse candidate. I'll start off here. i got to go with my boy Baker Mayfield. The Browns have all the pieces. They improved the offensive line. They got new head coach that understands Baker Mayfield's offense. Um, they got Austin Hooper, yet another weapon. I think it's Mayfield's year. Him or Ezekiel Elliott, just because somebody on that Cowboys offense yeah. is going to go off this year. And I'm, I'm thinking it's Zeke, yeah, I not Dak. That. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kyler Murray. I'm going to go Ooh, Kyler Murray for a couple reasons. One, I love their offense. I love I love their coach. Now they added uh, the best, second-best receiver in the NFL with DeAndre Hopkins. I think that he, you know, he was rookie of the year, uh, offensive rookie of the year last year, right? 
So I think that he will really prove himself to be an awesome QB in the NFL. I think that he – I think their team is going to be great this year, and I also think that – I think he is a dark horse for the MVP. Yeah. Right. I like that pick a lot. I like that, but I also not, – not, not, not a huge fan of Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not either, but, I mean, at the same time, like, if you look at, like, the st- – you got, you got DeAndre Hopkins. You just – that's a huge weapon. You got Larry Fitzgerald, who's going to help you a lot still. He's still great. Uh, who's Christian Kirk? Yes, man. Kirk. Keeps improving. Kirk's I mean, be great. Uh, you got Johnson, who healthy. He can be, you know, that that presence. Yeah, we'll see about healthy, that. Healthy, healthy, and you know, you, yeah. you got a defense. You, you okay offensive line. They got you. Know, they got a, a couple pickups there in the draft. Uh, I think he can be a really, really great candidate for dark horse. Why offensive horse. line? I'd say that's their main concern right now, offensive line. Yeah. That's what might get him. But with how mobile Kyler Murray is, it might not be too much of an issue. It, it was worse last year, and Kyler still found a way to make plays most of the time. So we'll have to see how that ends up. Yeah. Yep. This is difficult. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm just going to say – I could say Josh Allen. I'll say Josh Allen. I don't know. I, like that I think the Bills are going to be yeah. a like team to beat this year. They're going to be so tough. Yeah. Their defense got better. Their offense got better. They got Stephon Diggs. They kept. They're yeah. in one of the easiest yeah. divisions yeah. in the NFL. They they, now. they kept so. um, the receivers that they had last year that had a good like relationship with Josh Allen. So I think yeah. if he's able to connect with them a little bit more and. Incorporates Stephon Diggs and has Devin Singletary out there. I think, I think they could be a first or second seed this year in the AFC. And I think if that happens, yeah, I think there's a that. chance that he could win that. I see that a lot. It's a great pick, actually. I yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Kagan, All right, you there, so... Kagan? No. Nope, I think yeah, Kagan I think left. Yeah, wrong with his mic. Huh. So. To end this episode, we're going to talk about somebody who was just the hot shit last year mm-hmm. in the offseason. All kinds of crazy, all kinds of messed up in the head. There's now rumors about him coming back to the NFL. He was working out with Lamar Jackson and his cousin, Hollywood Brown. Russell Wilson says he likes him, has a great relationship. We know he wants to play with Brady. Antonio Brown, is he coming back? Do you guys see him having a future? And if so, I, I hope with not. Who? I hope he doesn't have here. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we can all agree that dude's messed up. Yeah. Now. Yeah. He, he, needs some sort of help. He, needs, he needs a lot of help. He, I think, I think he's been injured a lot. And I, but with him working with Lamar Jackson, I think the Ravens are the most likely team to sign. And I think they always make these moves where they bring in these guys who have like a big reputation behind them. Like they, I don't know. I think they're a team full of clowns. And I think they would – I think they are the most likely team to go out and say, yeah, we, we could sign uh, Antonio Brown because we're the Ravens, and I feel like they have a ton of guys that are like him on the team already. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. For me, like, he's just su- – it's just – was it's such a yeah. shame. Such a shame. Because he was, like, one of the best – if not – he was the best receiver of all, uh, in yeah. the NFL at one point. So just, oh, just yeah. to see that decline, it's like, damn, yeah, it, wow. Uh, I, if he can stay mentally there, 
I, it, with a team. I don't know if he can. I'm, I doubt it at this point because he's done stuff that is just outrageous. But if he can, if he can somehow, maybe he gets help for a year or whatever, and he stays, you know, in shape and he stays the way he was, I think he'd be a great addition to some of these teams that needed, you know, a decent receiver. Should have at least mm-hmm. a veteran presence for these young guys because a lot of these guys that are up and coming. First of all, this draft was crazy yeah. receiver wise. Like one of the most talented wide receiver drafts you'll see in a while. Like you don't see oh, that yeah. many wide receivers. Like I, I feel like people don't really realize that you just don't see that many wide receivers go in the first right. round. That was insanity. Right. So I think I think that like his style too kind of represents what most of these wide receivers are bringing to the table. So if, if one of these teams can sign a healthy mental wise Antonio Brown, he can be a huge weapon not only to the passing game but also to the locker room if if he's back yeah. to normal. To these to the, to these guys, and I, you know, obviously, I don't think he should be back of what he did, of what he did, what he did. I just don't. I, so there's something wrong with him, obviously. You know, that's what you have to say. But I really hope that he can figure it out yeah. and come back. I think he definitely had a lot of concussions in the league, and I think him not playing for a year, I think that helps him a lot, just like just mentally and being able to just kind of relax and not get hit every day. But he was so good two years ago that it's just it's just crazy that like I, I think he'll still be what he was because it, it was so recent that he was a top five wide receiver in the league. So I think if, if he comes yeah. back, he's still going to be able to bring um, at least a bit of what he had before. And I think if he, yeah, I yeah. think if any team is, is able to put past what he has done. And just look at, hey, well, he's one of the best receivers in the league, even though he hasn't played in a while. I think, I think a team should sign him, even though I don't want. Him yeah, it'll be a shame. Uh, it would be a shame to see that talent go. Yeah, go to shit. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, if he can be a good role model, if he can shape up mentally, yeah, and he goes to the Ravens. It's yeah. over. Yeah, it, it's yeah. over. I mean, that's exactly what they need. A veteran, another wide receiver, another weapon for Lamar. It's over. The, every other yeah. team should just give up because there's yeah. no beating that team. I would see him the Texans. I, I think he would work with with I, the Texans. I, I, yeah. You know what? I could see that him and Watson, yeah. him and Watson, Cooks and uh, Will that, Fuller, yeah. and, and yeah. Johnson. If Johnson yeah. goes back, to Randall normal, Cobb. If oh, yeah, Randall Cobb too. If Johnson goes back to normal, yeah. what he saw. If we get two years ago, Johnson. Oh my God, that mm. would be unstoppable. So I think Will Bryan, you know, I, he's done some ridiculous things. Maybe he does that. The one thing, though, DeAndre Hopkins didn't get along with Bill yeah. O'Brien. I yeah. seriously doubt Antonio Brown. Yeah. I think that would be tough. I think he'd get along with Deshaun Watson. And the same thing with the Ravens. I don't think he would get along with Harbaugh. I mean, you know, maybe he gets along with Lamar. Obviously, he would get along with his cousin, Hollywood yeah. Brown. But there's no way he gets along with Bill yeah. O'Brien. Yeah, I see that. But at the same time, it's like Bill O'Brien, like losing to Andre Hopkins for a bag of balls with the, one of the worst con- yeah. one of the worst con- the bag of balls that brought one of the worst contracts yeah. ever. Yeah, in the NFL right now, that is a ridiculous contract they're gonna have to pay. He's got to have something up his sleeve, and Cooks is not that guy up his sleeve because Cooks is so in the downward. Oh, yeah. definitely not. Cooks is that was a sad excuse yeah, to make up for one of the worst I, trades 100%. in the NFL. So maybe you take the gamble of Brown, and if it doesn't work out like like the past yeah. did, you just ditch him. But I think if we take the gamble, and then it works out. I could, be I could also see the Cardinals going after him. 
The yeah. Cardinals just oh, they're putting everything into this season and the next couple seasons. And <laughs> like they just added so much. And if they're able to add Antonio Brown to that offense and have him um, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins together with Larry Fitzgerald, it, it, they're going to be unstoppable. Yep. I, I like that. I just think there's yeah. only so much talent you can have at a team before people start complaining about not getting the ball. Like Antonio Brown plus Larry Fitzgerald plus DeAndre yeah. Hopkins and Christian Kirk. I mean, somebody's not going to get the playing time that they want. They're going to start complaining. So, yeah. but it would be super dangerous. It would be. It'd be scary to it see. Yeah. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to talk about, or? No, I just uh, I'm really excited yeah. for the season. It's going to be crazy. Every team has I've yeah, every sure. team has gotten so much better, and I'm just I'm really I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but it yeah. looks good for it happening. It's going to happen. I it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. happen. Yeah. It, it's just the question is if fans are not. And you know, the NFL, the yeah. NFL came out saying they would lose $5 billion without fans, which is crazy. So they're trying to – I also saw something, too, that right now they're planning out fans. Like, as of right now, season started today, they said they would have fans. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. So unless it gets progressively worse, I mean, I, they might be fans. Yeah. That would be crazy. Yeah. So I, we'll see what happens. It, it's it's going to be one of the most yeah. exciting seasons to watch in a while because every oh, game God. is going to be a close game. And it, it, it seems yeah. like almost every team has gotten. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Now almost every team is stacked. Like, it, it, yeah, it's going to be stoked. really exciting. I am stoked. Uh, can't wait for yeah, it. But uh, thank you guys yeah. so much for coming. Oh, thanks on a lot. Thanks a lot, Lewis. This has been great. Yeah, no problem. Be sure to check out their podcast. Um, Thank you, man. Check out their Instagram, all that stuff. This will probably be in the description of this podcast. But, um, yeah, thank you, guys. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks, dude. See you, guys.